0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Marion McCone joins us from the United States. Marion, tell us about the Ron DeSantis stunt in Martha's Vineyard. What's he after doing?
1: Yeah, this is um, a follow-on from the same, a similar stunt by the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, or several of them. What they've been doing, and it, it is... It, briefly, uh, in Ron DeSantis' case he he flew um, migrants who went into the San Antonio County area, who crossed the border in that area, from there into Florida and then up to Martha's Vineyard. Now Martha's Vineyard, as we know, it's where the Kennedys hang out, the Obamas have a home there, the Clintons love to hang out there. It's a very wealthy enclave, it's a summer holiday place so they flew up 50 um, migrants to to Martha's Vineyard um, basically it was to say look, see how you like it to what they thought would be these uh, wealthy Democrats. And it was a a publicity stunt, basically. But the problem is, there were several problems with it, but not least of which is that these migrants were apparently flown there under false pretenses and were given documents that looked like official government or Texas documents, uh, Texas state government documents, saying if you go here, you will get, you know, resources, you'll get jobs, you'll get accommodation. So they were basically flown there on false pretenses they agreed to leave the areas in which they were being held in Texas, where their applications were being reviewed or whatever, to fly up to Martin's Vineyard because they genuinely believed what they were being told by uh, DeSantis's people that this would, you know, it, this was done during Jim Crow, a similar thing where they were trying to get black Americans out of the South and they sent them up north saying, look, there'll be loads of jobs to be up there, up you go, and there was nothing. Same thing happened here. Now, it seems that some laws may have been broken and there is a Texas sheriff who says he's investigating this with a view to bringing criminal prosecutions. I think the whole thing is just disgraceful, one way or the other. It's a cheap political stunt. It shows the, the, the lack of humanity for these people. And of course, uh, Greg Abbott did the same thing, only he had them put on buses where they spent three days on these buses with no food or no water. It's contemptible.
0: Carl Thomas, these were Venezuelan immigrants who were all actually legally in the United States, it has been reported. Uh, What do you make of the cynicism of this stunt?
2: Well, it's uh, more than cynicism. It's hypocrisy In the extreme, Matt, uh, you have these states like Massachusetts, California, Illinois, many cities declaring themselves sanctuary cities. We will take in any immigrant who comes our way and we'll care for them, except when they actually do that. And only 50 arrive in Martha's Vineyard and the governor calls out the National Guard to move them to a military base, apparently because their presence there is running down the property values of the multimillionaires the the immigration system is incredibly broken we've just passed 2 million illegal immigrants in this fiscal year which ends september 30th at least a half a million as many have gotten away we have fentanyl flooding into this country killing more 18 to 34 year olds than anything else it is a absolute scandal that this administration continues to claim the border is closed and that everything is under control when it is not that's where the real problem is fixing the border what
1: would you say to that Marion? Okay, I think we need to um, untangle several of those threads, Cal. Firstly, I agree to the border and the immigration system in the US is is broken, but nobody has the will to fix it on either side, I think it's fair to say, although Democrats have made some steps like Barack Obama's Dreamers plan, which of course the Republicans are opposed to. It's true that there were 2 million encounters this year. There were 1.7 million in the the fiscal year ending September 2021. These encounters show that that actually Joe Biden's policies are working. And I'm no ah. apologist for Joe Biden's policies. Th- th- this doesn't mean people have come in, Cal, no, if you'll hear me out. It means they have been encountered by the Border Patrol people, by the people who are saying, what are you doing here? Have you got papers here? If they are, should not be in the country legally, or if they're not asylum seekers, they are then either returned very quickly now, it seems, uh, if they have a legitimate right to appeal for asylum or to try and be in the country um, for other reasons, um, and they are they have a legitimate reason to be here, then their applications are processed. So 2 million, which is a big headline, I know, does not mean two legal, 2 million illegal crossings. It means 2 million encounters with the Border Patrol people, which, as I said, means that they're on the job. They're working incredibly hard. There was 1.7 million the previous year when Donald yeah. Trump was, was uh, president. So these figures are meaningless. They're being co-opted by people to make it seem like there's a big sensation going on. Now, as I said, I agree yeah. Something needs to be done. There are 11 million. No, there are 11 million job vacancies in America at the moment, Cal. It's about the same number of illegal migrants who are looking for work and who are already working in America. Oh, so, please don't, a, a me, on don't lecture me. Don't lecture me. The fact I'm is, okay, Cal. You
0: scoffed loudly twice, Cal. You've laughed once, and now you don't want to be lectured. Tell us why well, did you scoff I, you and know, laugh? She always
2: responds to me rather than the issue. The issue is Biden has no policy other than an open border policy. That's what the policy is. People are flooding into this country, breaking the law. The president of the United States is not upholding his constitutional oath to preserve, protect, defend the Constitution and the laws of the United States. Immigration laws were passed by Republicans and Democrats in Congress and signed by Republican and Democrat presidents. No nation can endure if it has an open border and doesn't control
1: who comes in. There, it doesn't have an open border. There is no open border, and I'm yes, not lecturing is. you, Cal, and I resent the suggestion that I am. I am merely stating the facts. If you take that as lecturing, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
2: not a fact, Mary. You're, you're just not it watching. It is the a pictures. fact. The border's open. People are pouring into the this country. The border is illegally. not
1: open. Cal, when you say the border's open, it suggests that there's nobody down there manning the border, that anybody can come in. That's just not the case. They're That's overwhelmed. Just the you
2: talk to the Border Patrol down there. They say they can't keep up with all the mass of humanity coming into this country.
1: Well, they've kept up with two million people. I would say they're doing no. their jobs and they're doing them well. And because they've been given additional resources under oh. the Biden administration, they've been given additional resources, resources they didn't have when Trump was president because okay. he was too busy okay. with stunts like the border wall.
0: Let's give you both an opportunity to catch a breath. And let's hear some of the highlights of President Joe Biden's big set piece CBS interview at the weekend.
3: So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces, U.S. men and women would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. Yes. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic in, is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. Sir, are you committed to running again? And it's much too early to make that kind of decision. You say that it's much too early to make that decision. I take it the decision has not been made in your own head. Look, my intentions I said to begin with. Is that I would run again, but it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision that I run again? That remains to be seen. Mr President, some people ask whether you are fit for the job, and when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. I mean honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then then you know, that's one thing. It's another thing of just watching and, you know, keep my schedule, do what I'm doing. I I think that, uh, you know, uh, I don't, when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together, I don't have them saying, wait a minute, what are you, what are you saying? You know, I mean, it's a matter of, you know, that old expression, the proof of the pudding's in the eat."
0: Okay, Cal Thomas, you've been calling his mental acuity into question. It was an hour-long interview in which he dealt with all the questions. Uh, that seems reasonable enough, doesn't it? Matt,
2: listen to the slurred words. We do watch him. He has taken more time off from this job, going for days and sometimes a week or more in Delaware out of sight. This is the first interview he has done in seven months. What I'm shocked about is that he said he would send American troops to Taiwan to fight China. I mean, have we learned nothing from Vietnam? Have we learned nothing from Afghanistan? Why are we constantly looking to confront other countries and these old people sending young people to die uh, for unending wars? Now, he says he hasn't made up his mind about whether to run or not. Uh, Well, that probably is true. But the other thing he said about COVID, there are still 400 Americans dying every day from COVID. He hasn't lifted the national emergency, which he has used as an excuse to pay off these student loans. So if COVID is over, why not raise the national uh,
1: emergency?
0: Mary McCone, was Joe Biden wrong to declare the pandemic
1: over? You know, I think that the pandemic is largely over. If you look at whatever words he used there, he was going to be hammered. If he said it's not over, he would be likewise hammered. I think that Americans were losing up to four and a half thousand people a day. That that's the number that were dying of COVID when Joe Biden became president. Now it's down to between three and four hundred. So I would say the pandemic is over, but COVID is still a big problem and it's not one that can be ignored. But certainly the World Health Organization likewise said that the pandemic levels have subsided and, and that, you know, things have certainly got, are heading in the right direction. Uh, I agree with Cal, however. Uh, I was surprised and a bit concerned to see him say, or appear to say, that they would put US troops on the ground in, in Taiwan. And I think given that that wasn't the case in Ukraine, and I agree there would be no American appetite zero uh, for American troops on the ground in Taiwan uh, if that eventuality were were to happen. So I was perplexed by that. I was also I thought it was a nice distinction between deciding and intending because, you know, I might intend to make 10 million bucks in the next year, but but I'm not sure that whether I decided to or not, it would actually happen. Uh, so I, I think, you know, it's a wait and see, but I... I His record, if you look at what Biden has done so far in terms of just tangible achievements, he's had a pretty decent two years and I think people are realising that now in terms of legislative achievements, in terms of what he did with Ukraine, as as he pointed out there, no small feat um, and and in terms of just other things but he's not a great speaker he's very inarticulate and he's very poor at just pointing out his successes in a clear way if you compare him to Donald Trump who yesterday tweeted on his truth social that had he been still president he would have got a better seat than joe biden at um, the queen's funeral i mean laughable it may be but again presidents need to remind people of their successes because if they don't nobody else will really do it for them and i think biden needs to be a bit more deta- a bit stronger okay. on stating his leadership
0: Cal, you said about Joe Biden been missing in action, but as we all know that Donald Trump played more golf than any president in the White House in living memory and also spent many, many hours back in his private residence watching television all the time. He was clearly watching the television yesterday for the funeral of the British monarch, Queen Elizabeth. But how crass was that, that he started calling out Joe Biden as to what seat he received in Westminster Abbey?
2: It was very crass, and it was uh, ridiculous, and nobody cares about uh, the seating arrangements. I mean, you didn't hear uh, President Biden complaining about it. But let's go back quickly uh, about uh, Biden's record, which he is touting. Uh, Scott Pelley asked him about uh, the inflation rate. He said, well, it's, uh, it's only gone from 8.2% to 8.3%. percent he, he basically brushed it off. But that's not resonating with the American people. Their bread prices are up. Their gas prices, while falling some, are still at record levels. Uh, Everything is up. Interest rates are up. Mortgage rates are up. So uh, I wouldn't say that that is a very successful record. And the polls show, as always, that the economy is the number one issue going into this November election. I don't see how Democrats can defend Biden's policies based on those figures.
0: Cal Thomas, Marion McKeown as ever, thank you very much for joining us from the United States. By the way, if you want to hear more of Cal on his own, I recorded an hour with him last week at my kitchen table at home for part of the Magnified with Matt Cooper podcast series. And that is available now. And many of you have often asked, what is Cal really like when he's all fair? Well, You'll get a very good indication of how he has formed all of his beliefs from that interview in the Magnified series, wherever it is you get your podcasts.
1: The last word with Matt Cooper, weekdays from four thirty.